Good morning, everyone. It's Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Happy Wednesday. No, is it Wednesday? No, today is Tuesday. Yeesh. Turning into my mom. <laughs> Can't remember what day it is. But, it, you know, I'll be honest with you. I'm probably the most relaxed I've been in a long time. And I'm not super relaxed, but I'm more relaxed than... Um, you know, when you wake up every day and do that whole routine, I don't even know how I did that. Because I was working from home before I got the current job I have. Um, and that it was a real adjustment to, to get up and do all the things I have to do and, you know, work eight to 10 hours. You're gone 10 hours every day. It was incredible. So now I work from home uh, again. And I'm incredibly productive working from home. So it was fine with me. Uh, Anyway, we're getting ready to see something very interesting happen. Because now you got all these people admitting that they opened their states up too soon. Shocker, right? (laughs) Didn't everybody say, hey, you're, you know, it's too soon. We went from being told that we probably would have to shelter in place for what? From March through uh july like to now and uh everybody then was like yeah that's too long so let's let's just do through may and you know that that was a failure so now infections are spiking and these people americans are so ridiculous so it's never been Let's stop the virus and eradicate it. And the only way we can do that is by shutting down the economy. The whole point was we just need to stop spreading the virus. And you got all these people, black, white, old, young, you name it. I've seen everybody not wearing a mask. And then I actually went someplace. I, t- I think I told you guys, I just, I'm not ready to be out at restaurants, especially not a questionable restaurant when it's not Corona. Somebody didn't wash their hands. It's like I, I was in the bathroom stall and this person walked out and did not wash their hands. And it's like, gee whiz, have we learned nothing? So, yeah, it's going to be interesting because things are going to have to shut back down again. So I have a feeling that's not really going to touch the the uh, market. I think if you're invested in certain stocks and you've been strategic about it, just sit tight because I don't think we're going to see what we've seen in the past. I think people are feeling pretty good about their returns and they're they're just going to, you know, ride it out because historically the stock market has been resilient. So. Yeah, but everything else, I think when it comes down to... Because we know people who can't afford it are going to keep buying cleaning products. I mean, Clorox is probably going to be blue chip for a while. You know, Lysol. Anything with cleaning products, I think you can't lose. That's just my guess. Because if you're a kid right now and all you hear about is coronavirus and you're watching your parents either freak out or not freak out about it, I think you're probably going to grow up a certain way of feeling about cleanliness and you're going to associate clean with Clorox or bleach or something like that. But anyway, I think it's about to be a serious buyer's market 
because now when they rush to open everything in order to quote unquote save the economy, um, you know, now people who who put their houses up for sale or who decided they wanted a new car and now things are getting ready to screech to a halt for certain people again. Um, Cause see, if you were already struggling and you got laid off or something went left in your career because of coronavirus, that's one thing. But I think now some of these companies won't be able to afford another uh, shutdown. So we're getting ready to see people panicking because the companies may not shut down, but the people may realize, well, I wanted to do this, but I can't because it, you know, financially. So watch, it's going to be a fire sale. You're going to be able to get not maybe not a a flat screen TV in an alley for $10 like Chris Rock said, but (laughs) you should be able to get some pretty serious bargains out here, Um, which will probably be just people reacting because they realize they may have made moves too soon so we'll see I can be wrong I'm always I'm always well aware that I can be dead ass wrong but a lot of times I'm not (laughs) and you know it you're welcome (laughs) because I don't I give these things a lot of thought I don't just talk off the top of my head and when I'm wrong I can admit it it's I'm not the lord I'm fine with being wrong uh, what y'all think about Kanye running for president? Oy. What is this dude's deal? I'm telling you, he's bipolar. He has admitted that much to us, and he has admitted he doesn't take his medication, at least not all the time. So, you know, for someone to have that kind of power, and, and by power, I mean that big of a platform, and to be so reckless with it. I mean, he's a grown man, and I get it. You can't control him, but man, what a stressor. So hopefully nobody's taking that seriously. I mean, if he siphons off anybody's vote, I'll be really annoyed. Um, Because we need a real president, not not a a bipolar uh, narcissist rapper. That's not what we need. Um, So Colin Kaepernick has a first look deal with Disney. And apparently, uh, so a first look deal is... Basically, whatever project I'm excited about, Disney gets the first crack at it. And uh, right now, he is, uh, I mean, kudos to this guy. Kudos to this guy. I have not had a lot of, you know, feeling towards Colin Kaepernick. I just felt like he wasn't as great a quarterback as everybody remembered that he should be getting these jobs in the NFL. And, you know, when you sue your boss, you're just you're just not going to get a lot of job offers. But as, you know, as the issues got separated from his football career, which I think they always should have been, uh, now he looks like a saint because he sacrificed his career um, or not. I'm not sure how good he was at the end there. Um, But okay, everybody's got this vision and remembrance of him from, what, 2012, but okay, and good for him, you know, but I think he should focus on being an activist. And can we please stop talking about him and football? I think the NFL is flawed. It's definitely flawed. The owners have a plantation mentality. There's no doubt about it. The fact that these men go out here and play this brutal sport and they don't have guaranteed contracts lets you know immediately that 
the owners could care less about them as human beings. No matter what they say to their faces, they're they're in it for the bottom line. It's the most popular sport. There are billions and billions of dollars generated, and they won't guarantee contracts. In fact, I don't think they even pay the referees year-round. I mean, they have figured out how to just hoard a huge chunk of the money. So that just lets you know if they're going to pay, you know, a quarterback 30 million guaranteed, how much money is the owner making? So, but they have figured out a formula where they can just hoard most of the money because they don't care what happens to these guys long term. They won't give them long term insurance. And there's no other sport where you're going to get injured for sure, other than football. So, you know, the NFL is flawed. I don't disagree with that. Um, But I do know that if they thought they could win with him, one of those owners would have hired Colin Kaepernick. We've seen them actually hire people who've had crimes, uh, domestic abuse and murders and uh, serious crimes hanging over their heads. And they were all in. So that's just my take on it. But good for him. I hope he becomes a creative media mogul and uh, that this mission is something that's truly authentic for him and that he can lead the world in change. I'm just tired of talking about him in football. Like that's, I believe that's over. And um, I think there's a reason why we haven't seen him actually playing football. Um, We see him running around and throwing the ball, but it's not as impressive as what Mike Tyson is over there doing at 54. I mean, you literally don't want one of those punches. I know he's just punching a bag or punching those gloves or whatever, but he literally still looks like he could beat the crap out of somebody. <laughs> and, and yes, I see Colin Kaepernick dropping back and throwing it without anybody trying to hit him. Uh, that's not as impressive as Mike Tyson uh, in those little bitty shorts, uh, punching the crap out of that bag and, you know, hitting that dude's head. He literally looks like he could just still murder people with his fists. Um So, yeah, there's that. Um, Anyway, I didn't really have a big uh, agenda today. I just, you know, yesterday I thought was a pretty good podcast because it's true. You should have Denzel goals. And by that, I mean, when you walk into the room, you should be able to change the energy of the room with your presence. That's goals, because I'm telling you, back when I met him, swag wasn't a word, but he was it. And I was like, got it that's movie star power because a lot of these people aren't that impressive in real life wesley snipes was very short tom cruise was short um who else did i meet? i met a lot of people oh billy idol looked he just looked like he'd been drinking real real hard he had so many lines on his face i just met a lot of i've met some b-listers i didn't meet a lot of a-listers but when i did meet an a-lister i was sufficiently impressed so you know I've had a life. I've done some things and things are still going well. Got a new single dropping out from the music team, dropping out, dropping on um, July 24th. I picked that day. That's my late great uncle's birthday. Um, and uh, the single's receiving a lot of early uh, rave reviews. So that's exciting. Um The production team seems to be moving more deeply into R&B. So that's fun. Uh, It's really actually 
just to sum it up really quickly, I have a production team. It's called the Culper Manifest. It's comprised of four guys. It started off with a bunch of guys, bunch of people. We were trying to do a real collective, and that was just too much. And they all vary in age and location, so it's fun, you know. But we all have jobs, <laughs> so you know some of this is. You know, uh, one person actually is his job would really not want him to be uh, out here in the world this way. So none of them want to be famous. None of them like social media. None of them do social media in any effective way. So it's really worked out that we get to craft the image around the music. And they made a good point early. And I agree with them. Like the music for what it is. Don't worry about what they look like. Don't worry about um you know, uh, the, it should be a focus on their how they sound and the and the music that they make, and not what they look like, because they want to be the opposite of a boy band. And they're you know they vary in age. Nobody's really that young, but the point is, fall in love with the music, not what they look like. And I bought that. I bought into that, and I said, well, this is a marketing challenge. How am I going to market a band that wants to be unknown? in an age where everybody wants to be known. So it's created some interesting challenges, but professionally, uh, we they go by, we, I use, and I came up with this because one of the band members uh, is named Xavier, at least professionally, <laughs> and he wanted to go by X. So then everybody was like, okay, well, we'll just be, you know, WXYZ. And that's how we'll we'll just go by those initials. And that's what we'll do. And I said, great. And as a business person, I'm like, this is dope because it's like Blue Man Group. If one of them drops out, I can just replace them and no one will notice. Um, So that's what I'm thinking um, when I hear that. But so far, we've stuck with the same four since we whittled it down from like six or seven. And occasionally we have a collaborator. Uh, or somebody who wants to come in and collaborate. But the core group has stuck at four with me uh, helping, uh, managing, and marketing. So, uh, and pitching in wherever there seems to be a need for me to pitch in. So now, Xavier really ultimately produced this track, really ultimately came up with this whole concept, and we polished it together. So it's really his feature, but it doesn't make sense for me to try to create a whole new brand. Uh, so it's a manifest record, but it's really he's the standout feature. So we did uh, we used his DJ name when he thought he was going to be this big time DJ. He called himself Xavier Mankind. So uh, he's the feature on the record, It mainly because it's his record. Uh, the whole concept, the whole idea, it was his situation and he decided he wanted to make a song about it. So uh, that's coming out on the 24th. It is available for a sneak preview exclusively right now on Reverb Nation on the Culper Manifest page. You can hear the whole record. Um, Yeah. And so we're just still quietly just working, trying to build and the guys have been great. They work so hard. I cannot wait to pay them real money. <laughs> I can buy them gadgets here and there. Like, like I've bought them headphones and, you know, studio equipment and stuff to, you know, to make the music. 
Uh, but it'll be really awesome when I can just start handing out real royalty checks. So right now, everything's uh, under my name and they're only going to have to count on me to pay them properly. So uh, that's how you get screwed in this industry. You got to work with people you trust. And uh, even as our label grows and we work with more people, I always promise first things first. I'm going to pay you and treat you fairly because that's what we should do for each other. Um, you know, it shouldn't be these these scary scenarios where you work and I make all the money and you don't make anything. You know, there's a reason why all these people are on unsung broke. So I won't be that person. No one's going on unsung talking about me in 10 years. So anyway, that's that. Uh, we got a new single coming out. Like I said, we're still growing, still working on the other side of our businesses, which include media and film and literary projects and just trying to slowly build this empire. So I appreciate your support. Thank you so much for listening. I think what I'm going to do is uh, I'm just going to drop this and then I'm getting off of here because <laughs> I'm I'm rambling a little bit. But no, the, the song is going to be hot and I think you guys will dig it. Of course, it'll make its rotation onto the podcast. But also, um, I really just lost my thought. I cannot remember. So it really wasn't important. Oh, I'm thinking about starting a Patreon account because I was doing sponsorship through Spotify, uh, not Spotify, through Anchor, which Spotify owns. But they have not. I haven't had a sponsor on here for months. So it's not like I'm generating any income from the podcast. So I'm thinking about doing a Patreon account and uh, your support would be greatly appreciated. I have a sponsor or two on here and uh, that's dope, but I would like to open that platform up a little bit more so the podcast could generate some income so that I can expand it and do more cool things with it. Uh, Certainly have more guests and, you know, really make it a bigger experience because right now and thank you right now you guys listen but it's really literally just me talking into my phone um i would like to increase the production value so um hopefully i'll build it and you guys will support that would be dope so anyway that's that thinking about doing a patreon account um still trying to line up guests everybody i've tried to work with it's just been either scheduling conflicts or or coronavirus, but I'm still trying to come up with something clever and creative, um, and something more recurring than just me talking. And there's new music coming out from the production team. And I'm super excited about that. Wherever you are, please go ahead and uh, like, follow, subscribe to this podcast, but also follow the culprit manifest on Spotify or Apple music. I don't think you can follow on Apple music, but you definitely can on Spotify. Listen to the catalog tell us what you think. Uh, it's pretty expansive at this point and we're just building and hopefully the goal will be once I make my media projects, then I have a catalog of music that I can then easily insert as my own soundtrack. That was always the goal. That's the reason why I had a production team in the first place for music. Yeah. See, I'm giving this stuff thought. I'm just not out here like that. I'm giving it thought. I'm being strategic. And I want you to be that way, too. We're entrepreneurs. If you listen to me, you definitely have an entrepreneurial bent to you. So whatever your passion is, figure it out. Get hammer down the details. Get excited about it. And 
you know, let's work. Let's get it done. I want to see you in the winter circle too. All right. Be good. Have a great day.